I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Lucasfilm and Disney Plus, presenting an all-new Star Wars series, The Accolade. Stream the two-episode premiere June 4th and witness an investigation into a shocking crime spree where secrets will emerge and no one is safe from the truth. The Accolade, two-episode premiere, streaming June 4th, only on Disney+. Plus. My belly buddies, my hungry homies, my culinary comrades, this is House of Carbs, a food podcast on... The Ringer Food Channel. Oh my goodness, my gluttonous gurus. This is Conference Championship Weekend. <laughs> the Gridiron Gobble Fest continues. We are starting with the American Football Conference, the Appetite Aficionados joining us. The Jam Master of Jerky, David Jacoby. Jacoby, Chapman. how are we feeling? I'm, I'm hungry and I'm so excited to eat this stuff. The Chief Belly off Operating Officer, the Potluck Producer, Craig Horlbeck, also here, helping us the ones and twos and feeding his own belly along the way. See money what's happening? I'm doing great. This is our best pun of the season, Championship Weekend. It doesn't get any better than that. Oof. Oh, that's great. All credit to the, to the, to the pod, Potluck Producer. He cooked that one up <laughs> for us. Now, look, let's quickly revisit where we've been in this AFC mm. conference championship moment uh the wild belly card weekend we had seven teams in these playoffs because that's what the nfl has, has has decided to do and i'm not here to complain about it in the first round the vegas raiders the new england patriots and the pittsburgh steelers all lost as did those cities those food cities so yes. vegas we we didn't we had all we could really come up with as the food item from vegas was the buffet. Nobody has come out. None of the hungry homies on the Twitter have come out and said, oh, you guys got it so wrong. That's not the thing. Everybody says, yeah, it's the buffet. New England, we decided to roll with the chowder. Controversial take. Some people have argued quite forcefully for the lobster roll. I'm here to mm. tell you a little preview for all of the uh, hungry homies out there. Next week, consolation bracket. Four foods that we have not eaten here in the, in the Gridiron Gobble Fest. We are reconvening, and there were, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you something from New England is going to be on the menu for next week. We'll get there in good time. What an announcement. What yep. an announcement. I didn't look, even have this information. That's right. Like, look, we, we just keep eating. Jacoby, all we do on this show, we just keep eating. We just keep ordering food from all across the country. It comes to our I homes. We try and assemble it. We do our best to honor the traditions of these fantastic food cities. And off we go. Uh, Pittsburgh also did not make the cut in the wild belly round. We had fantastic matchups last week in the divisional 
delectables, the delectable divisionals, however you want to say it. Buffalo went up against Cincinnati Chili, the Buffalo Wing, mm. of course. Buffalo went on. And and as far as I'm concerned, the most controversial moment of this podcast thus far, the Tennessee hot chicken, the Nashville hot chicken, which has a long tradition, story tradition. It's just not the thing you think of when you first think of Nashville. But still, up against Kansas City barbecue, it's literally in the name. You ask anybody in America, what's the first thing they think of when you think of Kansas City? I think a majority. Now, you've been on Family Feud, Jacoby. Yeah. Number one on the board. Number one on the board is barbecue. Survey says barbecue, number one on yeah, the board. It's easy. Yeah. But the Nashville hot chicken triumphed over the Kansas City barbecue. Last second field goal. Last That's second. Upset. Yeah, maybe, maybe even overtime. They had 13 seconds to force overtime, and they got it done. <laughs> they did. Kansas, Tennessee did it. Ten, ten, Tennessee cost me a lot of money last weekend, and I'm I'm not here to talk about that. I'm 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 upset with Tennessee as a football team. I'm not upset at all with the food. So here we are in the conference champ championship here for the AFC. What we're doing is matching up these Buffalo wings against the Nashville hot chicken. And one of the ways that we are testing these, these items to see if they're ready for the Super Belly Bowl, there's a little bit of a test of the versatility of these items because mm. la we've eaten these already. We ate them last week. We sat together. We, we shared a giant meal, <laughs> the three of us. It was wonderful. This week, we thought a way to, to, to really see which one of these two uh, can come out on the other side. Let's see if we if we take them out of their natural habitat Hold on. a little bit. Everything came out on the other side last week. I just want to make that clear. Okay, <laughs> everything from last week came out. It always side. does with you, Jacoby. It always does. Yes. So what I'm talking about is with the wings. There's only so many things you can do. We have dipping sauces. There, everything's right down the middle. It's ranch. It's blue cheese. We have some of the anchor bar proprietary sauce, which is wonderful with, with, with the wings and then the hot chicken, you know, one of the ways that America has come to enjoy the Nashville hot chicken, probably the, the predominant way is, I would the, say so. is, is the sandwich, right? Right. Mr. Craig. Absolutely. I think of the sandwich first. Yeah. I mean, you're Craig, you're in LA. Where, where how are you eating your Nashville hot chicken? Where are you going and how are you eating it? Out of every one of these items that we're going to be that we've been discussing that we're going to discuss, the, the Nashville hot chicken sandwich is the thing I consume the most in Los Angeles. Dave's hot chicken in L.A. Highland Rays is the big famous one, but it's too hard to get to. It's in downtown. There's always a long line. Dave's much more accessible. There's a couple locations in L.A. Amazing hot chicken tenders, hot chicken sandwich, fantastic sauce. I love it. Crinkle cut fries. So. And to the credit of the particular purveyor that we're enjoying our hot chicken from, they, on their site and along with the, the package of, of the delicious food they send with us, say, here's how to make your own version of a Hattie B's sandwich. There's coleslaw involved. There's white bread involved. There's pickles involved. Obviously, they've sent along enough um, of the sauce. They've sent along spices that mm. you can put in these things. Now... The important question for you two, as we get started, which one of these two items are we going to sample first? Well, in the past, we always wanted to do hot chicken last because of the ramifications on our tongues. But last time we learned that this didn't exactly kill us, so do we want to stick with the lower seed first and the higher seed last? Hold on, Craig, Craig. Oh. I love what you're doing here. However, 
I want us all to look in the mirror and say, were we a little too scared of the sauce? Did we, were we a little like weak saucing the sauce? Did we, did we drizzle heavily on top of that chicken or were we too scared of it? Cause I can look in the mirror and say, you know what? I was scared of the sauce. I didn't properly sauce my sauce. This time I have covered my chicken with sauce and yeah. with the powder as well. Not only that, we're supposed to make our own sauce. Hattie B's has a sauce that you slather on the bread of the sandwich. It's called their comeback sauce. It's mayo, honey, and their spices packet mixed in that. So not only do we have like the hot juice and the spice on the chicken, mm. we also have the comeback sauce on the bread. So th in theory, this should be twice as hot. Well, I don't know. The mayo and the honey, I think, might help temper the, the, yeah. the, the heat a bit, but it does add a nice sort of creamy element uh, along with the coleslaw, speaking of creamy elements, my vote is to do the hot chicken first. And the reason that I think we should do the hot chicken first is because if we do experience adverse consequences, we have the um, the buffalo wing accoutrement to help calm things down. If we <laughs> encounter a fiery furnace here with this hot chicken and, and it renders us temporarily unable to move forward... I'm going to eat a couple carrots. I have some celery right here. Yeah. In case of emergency, drink blue cheese. I guess, that's I guess that's where we are. Yes. In case of emergency, do a shot of blue cheese. Ranch. We have it all. I mean, Jacoby knows. Jacoby knows. So, fellas, this is what I propose. Are we going to go about it this way? Yeah. Yeah, we start. are. So, I, I think that, House, you still have some construction to do with your sandwich. Yeah, my, my sandwich, sandwich is, comes constructed. is deconstructed. So, why don't you and and Craig we go ahead. and first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you and, fill. And I'll tied us over and what i'll tie us over with is a little more information about how we are going to get down next week so we're having a consolation bracket and one of the things that we thought we would, would have some fun with is we're bringing in a food expert i mean we've we've tried to do this as authentic to the belly buddies as possible the the, the experience you're going to have if you go to these cities and enjoy these these items Sight unseen, um, you know, without a bunch of background or, or necessarily the the history. Now we've done some of the the background and just understanding where the items came from. But um, next week, from the Major Domo Media Empire, Dave Chang's co-host Chris Ying is coming on. Now, Chris has many more credentials than just that, but he, you know, there is this marriage between the Ringer Universe and the Major Domo Media Universe. We are bringing Chris Ying in. In the first place, to, to give us his review of how we've done so far and coming up with these items, but we're having a little consolation bracket. We took four items that did not make the cut from various food cities. We we listened to the, to the hangry homies out there, hungry homies, hangry homies on the Twitter who said, look, you got San Francisco wrong. You need a burrito. You got New England wrong. It's not chowder. You need a lobster roll. You got... Uh, Leaving Dallas out was a mistake. Get some brisket tacos in in the mix. How dare you? Um, and I can't remember what the fourth one is, but I'm 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 sure Craig will. Oh, Pittsburgh, Primanti. Why not? Jacoby acted like you know it. it it's it's uh it's an assault. It's an assault on the the idea of a sandwich. We're and not listen. we're not we won't tolerate that. You're you're on your own island. We're gonna bring it on. I love the on. people of Pittsburgh. I love the people of Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. I've been there many times. That sandwich is just not entice me. I'm not. I'm not afraid to have an unpopular opinion, and I will say that I do not even want to touch that sandwich. Don't even well, want to go near it. It's going to show up at your house, and you have to put it on camera. And Chris Yang will tell you why. Why? Why? why all of the 
faulty thinking that's going in there. Now, how are you guys enjoying the hot chicken? So, Jacoby's able wanna, to speak, which I'm happy about. No, one thing I want to talk to you guys about is how many of you've noticed, and listeners, you've noticed as well that Craig and I have been silent for a while now. Do you know why? That means one thing and one thing only multiple bites. I had a bite, and let me tell you something. The crunchiness of the outside of the chicken, which is delectable, mixed with the crunchiness of the coleslaw. I'm a big texture guy, crunch and mush. The mushiness of the cheap white bread soaked in sauce. It's now orange. Let's call it orange bread at this point. It's orange bread with the pickles, the crunch of the pickles, the crunch of the coleslaw, the cooling element of the coleslaw mixed with the hot sauce, mixed with the rub, mixed with the comeback sauce. This is honestly one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. And it's, I made it myself. This is amazing. I'm happy we did this concept because. Great point. Hot chicken on its own is good. But like when you mix it all together, I think it triples in value. Mm. Mm. It is so good. It is so, When you have sauce, I think dipping sauce, like when you need the hot chicken tender, you got to have dipping sauce. When you, when you have the sandwich, you need to be, it is heightened, so much more heightened with all of this combined rather than just the, the extreme heat of the chicken alone. You, don't need, you need other stuff. You need an aioli mixed in. You need a pickle mixed in. This is magnificent. This is, I want to have another bite. I want to have one more mm. bite. Mm. Th this is the most we've eaten, I think, out of any item so far. We're still going. This is clearly like you meet a girl, you see her, and she's beautiful, but she just came from the gym. You're like, oh my God, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. This is her dressed up for yeah. like a night out. This is her like full makeup, heels, the whole thing. Like, this is the best version of this. And I was so satisfied with the last version of this that it beat Kansas City. Guys, I'm nervous for Buffalo. I'm nervous they might unfortunately suffer a, a, a brutal loss both on the gridiron and off and on the dinner table. Well, let's let's take a break. Let's take a break. We have to hit reset. We are in a kind of reverie. Is this why they call it comeback sauce? <laughs> uh, both the comebacks that we saw on the football field this weekend <laughs> and the comeback that I'm feeling in my mouth right now. I'm dipping the chicken in more sauce that's fallen off my sandwich. Yeah, stop eating the hot chicken. We have to have some wings. Coleslaw. Oh, oh coleslaw mm -mm. is a good palate cleanser, actually. I'm going to have some coleslaw. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. We have to stop I'm not, because we have I'm, to get into No, these I'm wings. not stopping. I'm finishing this sandwich. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. The Anchor Bar, one of the folks in Buffalo claiming to be the OG, the originator of the Buffalo Wing. I'm not here to argue. The version that we have 
before us and that we enjoyed last week. Again, perfectly fried, perfectly crisp. The sauce came separate. We were able to sauce it on our own. This week, we're, we have a couple of different dipping sauces, a little bit of vegetables. Last time, La- we like we didn't toss the sauce in a bowl, right? The way they do in a traditional buffalo wing establishment. That's exactly what I did this week. Which now allows you to dip it in something else. Like, well, if you toss a wing in a sauce, now you can just add more sauces. You know what I mean? It's like putting on a coat. Great point. Layering. We're layering. Uh, we, we all know how to eat wings. Is it wing time? Are we going? Oh, yeah. It's wing time. Oh. The, 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 the question to ponder, this will be out there for all the taste buds to weigh in on. Is it a knock on the buffalo wing that it doesn't deliver as much versatility as that Nashville chicken sandwich? Because, or, or the Nashville chicken. Let's just say the Nashville hot chicken offering. We just enjoyed it as a sandwich. We did not eat it as a sandwich the first time around. It was beautiful quartered um, leg thigh combo that we um, were able to crisp up in our ovens and have our house be you know redolent of of the beautiful uh, uh, just overwhelming smell of, of fried chicken throughout the house, then sauced up, and that's how we enjoyed it. And now this week and. Really, a, a brand new dish. I mean, the hot chicken, the hot Nashville chicken sandwich is a brand new dish. Lots of folks are doing things with the buffalo flavor palette in this modern era. You can have buffalo chicken pizza. You can have a fried chicken sandwich covered, you know, with, with, with buffalo kinds of sauce. Buffalo chicken salad, people will do. I've seen oh, buffalo yeah. chicken Raps. tacos. Wraps. What's the difference yeah, between a wrap and a taco, right? Closure, like a, like a good relationship. If this were on Chopped, we'd be saying, how did you transform the ingredient? How did you transform the buffalo wing? And it's untransformable, really. It is what it is. We got to figure out if that's a, not, a pro or a con. Okay. Well, one thing I need to say about the buffalo wing is I'm very much a flats-only guy. I think I've expressed this. And the reason I'm a flats-only guy is because I like to take my blue cheese and pour it along the length of the flat. Oh wow! Creating sort of like a like a cheese on a cheeseburger type of vibe, where the buffalo cheese is on top of the flat, covering the flat. Whereas if you have a drum, you're strictly dipping. You know, yeah. you're just dipping. And with the flat, I like to crack it the 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 tibula and the fibula in two, and then do a tooth bite and slide across each bone to clear each bone of its meat to make sure that I get the most out of my wing. That is my buffalo wing technique. That's that's the Jacoby tib and fib two bite. I mean, let's yeah. just, let's just, the Jacoby tib and fib two bite. That's how we get started. I don't know how to do that. I can't do I'll that. Teach you, buddy. It's like picking crabs. It's like, it's like being, for, you know, in Maryland, the first time you sit down at a crab feast, Mallory Rubin, who will be on soon enough, could sit down and show you the proper way to open the crab and to get at all those, those nooks and crannies where the giant morsels reside. It's not intuitive, but once you no. learn it, you, you've got it for life. You don't, it, it takes you like four Maryland crab experiences until you feel that you're adequate. Not good, just adequate. <laughs> now, look, we were extolling the virtues of this Nashville chicken and talking about its versatility and, you know, the, the, the flexibility and especially enjoying it in a sandwich. Why couldn't we say the exact same things about buffalo chicken? Like, we took the chicken 
from Hattie B's off. We deboned it and then put it into this uh, sandwich format. If we debone these chicken wings from Anchor Bar and then, you know, put them into whatever kind of uh, other vehicle we wanted, isn't that um, an equivalent? Isn't that the same? Aren't, aren't we achieving the same delectable, uh, delightful experience? I think the Nashville hot chicken sandwich is arguably better than the Nashville hot chicken. I'm not sure the buffalo wing meat and flavor on anything else is better than the buffalo wing standalone. House has oh, got a big man. mouth full of food. He can't. I respond. love this. Look at him. I go. love doing a food. It's the pie. only way I operate. You know that I went on, uh, I told you I went on television and took such a big bite that I used up the whole 60 second spot. <laughs> that should, I hope, I wish you planned that. That would be an amazing bit. I should find it. I should figure out a way to find it. That should be your thing. You should keep doing that. I think we're sleeping on the sauce. Like the, the, it is Good hard. Sauce. It's hard to get the chicken off of the, the bone on a, on a chicken wing. Cause that's. It's intended to just be eaten. It's finger food. It's literally why it is the perfect bar food. And we're talking about all its versatility and so on and so forth. Once you, you've you amassed enough chicken, the thing that elevates the whole buffalo experience is the quality of the sauce, the uniqueness of the sauce. It is a one-of-one one buffalo sauce. It, it only means one thing. There aren't many variations of it. It You know, th there are different people have their own proprietary recipe and I'll highlight different elements, but it's got the same basic flavor profile in, in on the palate. Jacoby's got a point here. I have a point. As someone who's been to Buffalo and jumped through a table before and has a, a couple of very close friends from Buffalo, I have to say beef on weck is something that we should explore at some point. Love it. Oh, Love right. it. Needs what to be that? explored. I'd heard of that. Oh, it is a very special Buffalo sandwich. You know, it's like, it's kind of like the only, it's sometimes I look at the globe and I'm like, no one plays football anywhere else. Like no <laughs> one does this anywhere else. Like it, that is what football is to America. Beef on Weck is to Buffalo. It's like, you cannot get a version of this sandwich somewhere else. Just like you have like hot Nashville chicken in Los Angeles. There is no beef on Weck anywhere else in the world. And a second thing I want to say is they put blue cheese on everything. I went to my friend's oh. house who's from Buffalo, and they've got pepperoni pizza, and every bite comes blue cheesed. Mm. Like, I'm watching them eat pizza, and it's just like blue cheese on every single bite. Blue cheese is not just a buffalo wing for Buffalo. It is a lifestyle, and both of those points need to be respected before we eat these wings. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like buffalo. I like uh, uh, um, blue cheese. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, guys, I don't like blue cheese at all. So wow. what, what what do you do? You you have to do ranch, yeah, ranch or cucamonga, yeah. yeah, ranch. Well, ranch on ranch on pizza works, plays too. Yeah, yeah. People like really hate on ranch. Feel like it's viewed as like low class, but I love ranch. Don't hate on ranch. That's the whole if, thing. If they had a different his, name, if it was called like, knows. if it was called like dill aioli, everybody would be okay with it. It's <laughs> a great no, point. no, they wouldn't. <laughs> they just would. to prove. Just to prove how low class I am, I've never considered the class of ranch before in my life. I thought it was just part of all of our lives. Yeah, it's just Hidden I Valley. Anyone, I, didn't, I didn't know anyone put their nose up on ranch. Yes. The ranch on pizza <laughs> yeah. thing is disparaged. That's oh, true. People do disparage ranch on pizza. That's true. I, I did at one point in my life, and then early Grantland, I learned. Everyone's lying if they don't say that a little bit of ranch on a bite of pizza is not good. It's it is good. It, it's a, because bite, of, a bite of fill in the blank. <laughs> on pizza is that what you're saying that we should do a competition about what what sauce is the most versatile how many things can you put a sauce on and it still works 
Poof. Well, we Jacoby and I have on this very program, House of Carbs, I can't recall exactly year, maybe 2019, talked about, you know, the whole oeuvre, the whole uh, uh, genre of hot sauces. Do you keep them in the fridge? Do you keep them in a cabinet? What's your range of, of heat to sweet? You know, there's a whole, that's its own separate category altogether. I do like what you're dropping, though, Craig. And one thing that I will say that commends this Buffalo experience, and I believe makes it slightly superior to the Nashville, is the versatility of this Buffalo sauce. The sauce is mm. amazing. Not everybody can eat this Nashville hot chicken mm. situation. That's a good Can't point. Eat some, some, like... I don't think my wife, my wife actually could because she's got a really strong um, tolerance for, for spice and, and heat. Um, and I didn't mean to, to take it in the direction of, of a female. I was just thinking of loved ones. You know, my <laughs> my, my son for sure could not. There's no way. Reeling but that he, one back. He's a left. Well, I just want to make it clear. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about who, who's who's closest to me mm-hmm. and, you know, wh- what kinds of things they like, what they can tolerate. Um the, the the buffalo wing to me is 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 universal and, and well also there's no there's no um nashville hot pretzels nashville hot potato chips like the buffalo sauce buffalo has become not just a wing but buffalo can be a precursor for a lot of nouns and when you see it and hear it you know exactly what that means does that make sense to you craig yeah buff- when you i mean when people hear buffalo some people probably think food before the city sometimes they think buffalo chicken, buffalo wing, buffalo pizza. The poor animal has been massacred by our people, <laughs> and uh, people don't even think about that. You got you to gotta go. You got to go to the zoo to see a buffalo. All right. Well, we've beat around the bush enough. We got to come up with a score. We we express these things by football scores. Um, <sighs> I'm going to go. Which should I go first or last? I have to decide between these two. Yes, this is. You have to make a decision, like a judgment. I think we should each give our own score, and obviously it it should work out where it's two to one would be my guess, or maybe it'll be a sweep. But I think we should just each give our full score of the game: Nashville versus Buffalo. Great, I'm I'm prepared. I I I can go whenever you guys want, first or last or middle. I'll start. Go ahead, please do, Craig. I think this is thirty-one twenty-eight, Buffalo. Oh, wow! That's right. Wow. I'm gonna. Go, I'm going last. Jacoby, you have to go next. I see this like a like a 49ers versus a Titans game, where they both want to run the ball, mm. but the 49ers have drawn up all these counters and reverses and Sweet. Debo Samuel's Jet. and yeah, they've got all this different stuff and like that is the Nashville, right? They've got. <laughs> coleslaw and pickles and chicken and bread and the you put the dry rub on the spice and you also have the comeback sauce and you also have the hot sauce they've got a lot of like accoutrement and trinkets however buffalo's like i'm gonna hand the ball to derrick henry he's gonna get four yards i'm gonna do that for the entire game and we're gonna win and that's exactly what happened this i have buffalo winning by 28 to 14 not even that close wow not even that close it's two scores for the Jacoby. simplicity, the simplicity of them just hammering that flavor into your face, bite after bite. Everything's consistent. Everything's right at you. This is Derrick Henry just dominating you quarter after quarter after quarter until you secede. 
It's a full sweep. We wow. are there. There is. We are unanimous. I I absolutely concur with the gentleman from Los Angeles and from New York. This uh, Buffalo wing. There is a reason it um, stands as a legendary food item in in these United States. One of the things that we've invented here in the United States that we've exported to other parts of the world. The the rest of the world. Uh, appreciates jazz music, appreciates mm. the invention of the short story, and also appreciates the buffalo wing. And that's that's we've invented that here in the United States of America. Short Three of our story? great exports. We invented short the short story. Story? It's true. I didn't know that. What? It's true. Please. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Do First your all, history. That is so ridiculous. That I'm is telling insane. you right now. I'm sorry. I've got like I've got like four books of Shakespeare's sonnets over here. Okay. And something tells me that happened. By definition, not short stories. Okay, Those are sonnets. Buddy. You just used okay. the word. Okay. English major time. Anyway, look, <laughs> we've done it. The championship <laughs> has been the AFC. I mean, in some, many respects, people complain that, that this was a setup. It was fixed, that the, the Buffalo Wing was always going to win. What I say to you, my taste buds, come up with something that rivals the Buffalo Wing. Oh, the Nashville hot was up at the half. Nashville hot was up at the half. All of the things that we said that were so good about it, the crunchiness of the slaw, the creaminess of, of the, the, the comeback sauce, the bite of the pickle, the, you know, all of those things are super wonderful. How great was that chicken sandwich experience? And yet here we are, the Buffalo wing. It stands atop. It is moving on to the super belly bowl. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. All right, my taste buds. We have a winner from the American Football Conference. It is now time for the National Football Conference. We can only resolve this with the help of the high priestess of the perfect palate, Mallory Rubin. Welcome back. Oh, my brat buds. I'm just so happy. Dare I say delighted to be back with you again. So I'm going to run down where we've been, the journey that we've been on. Um, but we did just declare between the Nashville hot chicken and the Buffalo wing, a winner, a representative oh from boy. the AFC for the Super Belly Bowl. Who do you think won? Hot chicken. 
I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. You have to listen to the show. I can write. I mean, Craig, Craig was shaking his head no, so I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> listen, the city, I, the city of Buffalo has been through enough. I, I was going to say, I'm glad to hear this, and I'm honestly relieved on behalf of, of Bills fans and everybody who's ever been associated with Buffalo in any way that they got this victory. They deserve they it. Did win. it go to overtime? Did they get to touch the ball? Uh, <laughs> it was close. Yeah, we, uh, Jacoby made it a two score. He, he he had Buffalo so far ahead, but um, we have in front of us our own championship title to decide. And just for the benefit of, of, of the taste buds, where have we been? We started off with a wild belly card weekend. That weekend, we saw Tampa, Arizona, and Dallas all hit the skids. The delectable divisionals came up. We we had uh, Green Bay with brats and cheese curds as a one seed. Enjoyed a bye week, then came on strong. Last week, um, we we had like the, the Packers. This, no? <laughs> man, oh man, the sourdough from San Francisco, the Boudin Bakery, along with the Anchor Beer, along with the delicious chowder, brought the beer back. It was. Why wouldn't you? It's yeah. not it's like a, it's it's, it's going to go empty. bad. Yeah. <laughs> the Philly cheesesteak was involved, and we had tacos from Los Angeles. We somehow managed to eat our way through those four items. We're down to two. Where I'm staring at a beautiful version of a Philly cheesesteak. This is from Pat's, the OG, the originator. No controversy. Pat invented the cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Unlike in Buffalo, there is differing points of view on on who lays claim to the uh, originator of the Buffalo wing. In Philly, everybody knows Pat's came up with it. And then we have these beautiful State Street brats from Green Bay. It's brats and curds. And we honestly investigated whether we could enjoy... Um, a Wisconsin beer with this. We, I think the spotted cow is supposed to be the beverage of choice. And it's what you drink when you physically go to state street, which I think is on the campus it's in Madison, I believe. Oh, uh, I love Madison. And, and we came to find out you cannot order. You can't, you can't go to a store, you know, in, in some other city and just order up a, a spotted cow. You can't get a sixer of spotted cow. Now spotted cow the 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 brewery uh, the the name is escaping me but they and um, the State Street folks have collaborated and will send you brats curds and beer but you have to live in a state that permits that Mallory Rubin told us before we got rolling here that apparently California is not one of those states I have an uh, in the moment real time update for both of you and it's a thrilling one <laughs> let's hear it our research assistant unofficially Adam unofficial research assistant Adam has checked the actual manufacturer's website. He was looking at Gold Belly before. He is now seeing the beer and the brats. Oh, good. Whew. Yeah. I'm Crisis relieved. averted. I didn't, I didn't know that. I would have t- I would have sent him there. I would have sent him the link. I saw where it was. He just spends all his time on Gold Belly now. It's <laughs> <laughs> his number one passion. Well, I mean, considering the, he, we've had eight different cities, or four cities show up at your door, eight cities show up at, at my door and Craig's door, there's a lot to commend it. There's a lot to commend it. All, all of our uh, culinary comrades out there, if you're able to, we would recommend go ahead and order the curds, the brats, and the beer all, all, all together, even though we have not yet enjoyed it 
in that manner. I say yet because at some point in our lives, we will. Let's go ahead and talk about how we're doing this. We mentioned it when we took down the chicken. Part of the examination at this stage of the game, because the, the line here is so close and we're really you know, splitting hairs trying to choose between these wonderful items, we're, we're testing the versatility of them. And with the cheesesteak, that means we had it last week with Wiz, uh, still, still having, enjoying it with onions, but we're going to try it with some, some provolone and we're going to try it with some white American also, I believe. And then on the brat side, um, there is a way of having the brats, enjoying the brats state street. It's right there on the, on the website. You can order pretzel buns and have the brats in, you know, you don't have to eat them, um, right off the grill with a fork. You can go ahead and put them in a roll. You can have some sauerkraut with them. You can have some diced onion. Mallory, you are the high priestess of, of the perfect palate. You choose which item we're going to consume first. Boy, let's do the brats. Let's ah, do the brats. Yes. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy. I've been staring at them. Got a pretzel roll here. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. White brats and the reds. So the right, reds yes. are, are are kind of a smoky beef. The white are a combination of pork and beef, or are they pure pure pork? Are they pure pork, Craig? The red are pork and beef. The white is pork only. The white is pork only. Got it. So my pretzel bun, personally, I have the 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 grilled up red brat, butterfly style. I'm, I've topped it with melted curds. I have some beer mustard and a little bit of onions I tossed on the pan. Oh, okay. I've got a similar setup to Craig. I have pretzel bun, lightly warmed but soft. Mm -hmm. The butterfly brought for the red, non-butterflied for the white, the melted cheese curds on top, no onions. I have... But that sounds great now that you mentioned them. The pretzel bun. <laughs> I have a whole container of diced onion. Mm. I have the Philippe mustard. And I am... I, I went ahead and cut... I know, I want to so bad. I cut my white brat so that I could melt cheese both in the roll and inside the brat. Because, oh my God. Well, that's the curd. That's advanced. The oh curd. Boy. The curd. My cat is making a move. We're eating. Hi, Baba. Can we eat? Can we go? Eat, please. Oh, he's eating. How's his eating? So, one thing oh I God, feel like snap. should be more widely known to the rest of the American eating public is the flexibility of the cheese curd. America loves cheese and we love it in a whole variety of different ways. This is super pliable. It's tangy. It's great in a sandwich. It was great to eat alongside brats last week. The only way that I've encountered curds before this, this manner of, of enjoying it directly from Wisconsin is like in, on, on poutine, which is, you know, your cheesy gravy fries basically. In cities where, you know, restaurants are offering that. And it's good. It's great. But House, I have an answer for you. I want to hear the answer. Based on my based on what I read, it's the reason why it's not everywhere. I mean, I I think I'm kind of surmising is because Wisconsin's the leading producer of cheese in the US. And curds are are best ate within hours of manufacturing. And so we obviously got them frozen through Gold Belly and they did a great job with them. But ideally, you're supposed to have them fresh. And I would imagine that's why they haven't left Wisconsin, really. Well, here's the thing. It's State Street that's doing the sending, right? State Street prepares them. I just put them in a Pyrex and put them in the oven. 
They melted. We got a crispy bottom, you and I, Mallory. We were celebrating the crispy bottom. Mm-hmm. Here we are a week later, still eating curds, still have curds because they sent us enough. That's two full weeks from the time that they were sent. Now, I guess that's different from putting them on a store shelf and whatever the shelf life might be. Is that is that the thing, do you think, Craig? And, I mean, not to, like, criticize at all what we're eating but we we don't i've never had a fresh cheese curd so i cannot compare what we're eating now to what they might be like people talk about they're supposed to have like a squeaky to them when you bite through them Mm -hmm. we don't have that so perhaps we just don't know if that's the case they say ignorance is bliss and now we know why because this (laughs) is fucking delicious okay Okay. and we have found a way to get this goodness into our homes and i i i i thank the the food gods the old and new alike because if not i would have to consider moving to wisconsin that's how good (laughs) this is Uh, my life is forever changed and i thought they were delicious last week but this is revelatory this particular combo and pairing and wrapping the the softest of the roll the Mm. the spice and punch of the mustard the curds melted onto the brat. You still get that snap. The it, None of it masks the brat. The brat is still the star. It's all just there to amplify and heighten the flavor that is already so spectacular. It doesn't detract from it at all. This is wonderful. I'm so glad you used the word revelation. This is the way I felt. I immediately sent notes after last week to friends of ours um, and, and, and you know, some, some taste buds of ours who hail from, you know, have experiences in Wisconsin chimed in and said, how have you lived your life? You've lived an incomplete life if you have mm-hmm. not enjoyed yeah. a proper brat and a, and a proper curd. And I, I'm not here to, to to challenge them. I'm happy. I didn't know it was on my bucket list, but it was. And I'm glad to have checked this version. <laughs> now I'm excited to, to, to have an occasion to go visit uh, Wisconsin. Maybe Milwaukee, maybe the, the, go see a Bucks game. Maybe these NBA yeah. playoffs will provide the, the the occasion, but it's 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 wonderful. These are absolutely magnificent. Um, are we ready to move over? I was just going to say that as I have a mouthful of <laughs> sausage. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I like that much like the Nashville hot chicken. I thought the brats were so much more complete with mm-hmm. the mustard, the bread, the curd, and I actually enjoyed. On its mm. own, the red brat, but with everything combined, I, I liked the white. It's unbelievable. I thought it mixed beautifully. Um, so strong showing for the full brat meal. Yeah, I wonder Agreed. if um, we went to a tailgate, would we have it all the ways? Is it brats five ways? You know what I mean? You can yeah. take one, oh, it's on the grill, let's get it, bah, bang, you're eating the Flight brat with brats. a fork. And yeah. that, right, exactly. Oh, oh, get the roll, get the roll. And then you put it in, so where are the curves? Get the, and the you know, you're, you're, that's yeah. that's how you have it. And it, it ends up being the full, and especially because you're there at a tailgate for so many hours. And, you know, you're not just having uh, one or two. You, you have the whole afternoon or, you know, in, on into the evening, perhaps, to enjoy yourself. More time than than... Well, I won't make an Aaron Rodgers joke. I was going to make an Aaron Rodgers joke. We're above that here at House of Carbs, at least for the moment. Just barely. Just barely. Um, all right. Should we do the cheesesteak? I think I think we should. And and so I I, I have a confession. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, boy. I thought 
that the only way for this sandwich to stand up to the cheese test that we had in mind was to to double steak. So I took a single roll and I took two portions of steak and inserted them into that roll. One half has white American, one half has a provolone. That's how I've approached this. Uh, Mr. Craig, how, how have you gone about it? Uh, I wasn't as as clever as you were. I just, I wouldn't call that clever. I just opened it up, half white American, half provolone, tossed it in the oven. <laughs> and Miss Mallory just showed us. Now it looks like you you created two separate sandwiches. Am I seeing two, that correctly? Two separate. Wanted to yes. Wanted to keep the the cheeses separate for the purposes of the taste test. Sautéed some green peppers. Oh, added those this time. Oh, awesome! You're yeah. you sh- onions as, still in there? Yes. Yeah, I love a good hot pepper on a Philly cheesesteak. That's the first one this. I ever had was onions and hot peppers, and it was I never looked back. <laughs> should, should we should we bite? Should we take a let's bite? Do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Go ahead. So I'm going to start with for me um, the the white American, which in many respects I feel like you could almost like treat it as a palate cleanser. If there was other powerful foods, like if I was going to eat more of that hot Nashville hot chicken, and I still may this evening. Having a bite of the steak with the white American might be a way in between bites to to take down the temperature. I love the idea of you chasing your Nashville hot chicken with a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Incredible. God, God bless America. <laughs> House has achieved apotheosis with that sentence. It's remarkable. You know what? I'm going to quickly compliment the whiz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seeps into the nooks and crannies of of the meat much better than... A slice of provolone, Kim. Certainly when preparing it at home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> the American bite surprised me. That is delicious. That's mm. my favorite. The white oh American my is my favorite. Boy, that's good. Because the white American can still get really melty. The, the provolone doesn't have that composition. White American's like only half real cheese, so it can actually like melt down. <laughs> I think you made a great point. If we were at Pat's or at Gino's or at Jim's, they're so sophisticated at, at building these in the manner that it is intended for it to be enjoyed and delivered. The the challenge you were having with, you know, getting the provolone to melt, you know, the right temperature and all they 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 have it down. Um I've had two bites of of each Same. uh side. Um Still a, speaking of revelation, the experience of the onion infused with the meat and the interaction amongst all of it with the roll and how it takes on this fully combined, fully conceived character continues to blow my mind. The variety i'm just so glad we tried all of the the cheeses because like house you were talking a few minutes ago about well how many different brats would you have how many different ways would you have them this is a reminder of all of the different ways you know you've got your classics right but all of the different ways you can mix and match your cheesesteak consumption you can switch out the cheese you can add different peppers you can go in any number of directions maybe don't stray too far from the path but do what feels right for you actually you know (laughs) you follow your bliss (laughs) 
And all of these bites, including the, the the whiz bites last week, feel cohesive and unified. Like we're clearly having the experience that we were meant to have, but each one feels distinct. The only thing that I feel like a little bit is eluding me a little bit at home is the softness and versus the crispiness of the roll. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. the cheesecake, yeah. the 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 hoagie outer is, outside is getting just a little bit crunchier than yeah. I wanted to. And I did not have that problem with the pretzel roll for the brat. Yeah. Uh, and I think maybe that's just an assembly tweak that I need to make, but it is a factor. Well, and we didn't order, I didn't order pretzel buns from State Street. I went to my local purveyor. I, yeah. So I have fresh, Same. fresh, I'm lucky enough to have pre- fresh pretzel buns in my life accessible to me. I don't know if I went, uh, I don't even know who I would um, say is the best um, uh, bakery in Washington for the purposes of a hoagie roll, a roll that would be the right kind of vehicle for a, a steak and cheese, a cheese steak sandwich in this manner. There are lots of fine um, sandwich establishments in, in Washington, and I'm sure that I could cross-purpose um, some of the, some of their offering to use use their roll to achieve that same freshness. But really, Mal, I think the point that you're making and it's the right one is like the Philly roll is also a one of one and is necessarily, um, you know, best consumed in Philly. I, I also so. just, I didn't give it the time and care it needed in the, in the kitchen. I could have done a better job. Oh, wow. I disrespected the role. Craig's putting bit. it on himself. I was about <laughs> to compliment Craig and, and say that uh, the point that Craig made earlier is sort of the counterpoint to what we were just talking about here. We have to we we have to keep this in mind. We can't lose sight of it. We all know what it is like, what it tastes like, what it smells like, what it feels like to have that fresh cheesesteak in Philly. We don't have the corollary for the perfectly presented brat or brat sandwich in Wisconsin. We haven't had the pleasure. And so we have nothing to compare it to, right? Nothing to measure it against. And so I think that we should we should think about these things and to make these observations, but we shouldn't necessarily hold the fact that we're not <laughs> toasting our rolls properly against the cheesesteak in our I love it. Assessment. You're calling out our implicit biases. I love that you're identifying that for us because it really, I would not have known of the bias unless you'd called it out, Mal. I would not have known. Right. I am um, by accident knocking down, giving, uh, assigning negative scoring to the Philly because I, my own self, am not capable of replicating what I know to be that, that experience in my mouth and my mind and my eyes and my belly know what a Philly cheesesteak in Philly is all about. And the, the brats and curds have been such, such a revelation. I mean, I really have what a way to start off 2022. I feel like it's going to be a great year. Yeah, for me, the brats is like, in the same way the Bengals have kind of unexpectedly reached the AFC Championship, I, that's how I feel about the brats and curds. Yeah. I did yeah. not think we'd be here today. Yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow, the red brat. Yeah, right. these brats would, would be fine after a nine-sack outing. They would be <laughs> fine. They'd just stand, go right into the next week. Stand right up. Okay, wait, we, we've, uh, I think we've had enough time. We've sampled both. We gave very fair time and attention to both. We have to pick a winner. This is the Super Belly Bowl is on the line. Mallory Rubin, do you want to go before or after Craig? I'm going to go last. Do you want to go before or after Craig? Are you ready? 
I'm ready. And I have to say I'm amazed that I'm ready, but I think that speaks to the quality of the showing and the quality of the win here. We came out of the wild card round, right? The matchups aren't always even. You don't always get the quality head-to-head showdown that you want. The cheesesteak sailed through, right? We had more debate, ultimately, about the brats last week, but they squeaked out the victory. You can argue about whether you think momentum is real in sports. But folks, it's real here because the brats are the victor. This was close. I think we went to overtime again, but the brats won the coin flip, okay? They won the coin flip and ultimately the cheesesteaks didn't even have a chance. The brats are my winner. I'm going with a score of 34 to 31. Okay, so a very close one. Maybe yeah. even uh, uh, overtime. Maybe yeah. possibly yeah. overtime. Yeah. All right, Craig. I don't see this as a shootout. These are well-rounded teams. <laughs> there are a lot of great defensive stops in this game. Force punts. <laughs> some great plays on offense. Eventually, this came down to who had the ball last. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if the Brats are Joe Burrow, unfortunately, they went up against Patrick Mahomes and the oh, Chiefs. Boy. Okay. And I think the Chiefs got the ball last. It was a hard-fought game defensively and offensively. But I think the Philly cheesesteak wins this football game on a last-second score. A touchdown, not a field goal. 28-21 cheesesteak. This was, this was, I don't know, man. This was Bucks rams actually, right? And we all thought the cheesesteak, we all thought Brady was going to pull it out in the end. But they didn't. They didn't. So you're saying the brats were up 27 to 3 for you, and then the cheesesteak brought <laughs> yeah, it all I was the like, way this back. This is over. And then I took the bites of the cheesesteak and I was and like, like, man. Oh, wait a minute. What <laughs> am I doing? Through. What am and I then, doing? Whew, there goes yeah. Cooper Cup, you know? <laughs> well, somebody was calling a, a, a bad defense. He couldn't he couldn't help himself. Um, this is very, very difficult. And the challenge for me is how unique the experience of the brats and the curds have been up against something that I've really truly enjoyed yes since I was a teenager and Same. and and I've been lucky enough to to have visited Philly many many times young adult mid adult whatever age I am now I am not prepared to move away from the cheesesteak okay I'm just now look Mallory we learned a lesson a hard way in fact we we the lesson that you taught us last time when we passed the San Francisco sourdough bowl over the, the brisket tacos from Dallas, such a challenge that we are reconvening next week. I described it to everybody earlier on the podcast. We are doing a full consolation bracket. A luminary in the food field, Chris Ying from the major domo media empire will be joining us to help us, Point at, he's going to point out any, any any missteps we may have taken along our journey, and we're going to do a full consolation bracket next week. On the yeah. NFC side, we are going to match up brisket tacos from Dallas because we have a right Hell to yeah. wrong, a wrong to right, Miss Miss Rubin, and we're they're going to go up against some of us a, yeah. a mission style. <laughs> A mission style super burrito from San Francisco. A lot of taste buds in San Francisco were like, the boudin thing is cool. It's mm-hmm. kind of tourist food. You need to do something authentic to San Francisco if you're really going to take on San Francisco. And we're like, hungry homies, we're here for you. 
So next week, consolation bracket. On the AFC side, we have the lobster roll going up against a Permanti Brothers sandwich. We have New England going up against Pittsburgh again. But look, any occasion for us to keep eating these foods from these cities, <laughs> we're going to take it. You know we're going to do that, Mouth. So Absolutely. We Absolutely. will reconvene next week. But I'm here to announce, moving on to the Super Belly Bowl, with all due, deserved, wonderful acclaim, it is the Philadelphia cheesesteak. I respect it. All right, my hungry homies, my taste buds, my culinary comrades. We have a Super Belly Bowl. It is the Philadelphia cheesesteak going up against the Buffalo wing. Now, that's a couple weeks off. Next week, please. You got to. This is a, a, a surprise for everybody, including Mallory and Jacoby. The consolation bracket. We listened to you, taste buds. You told us on the Twitter machine and the Instagram there were some some wrongs that needed to be righted. We're here for you. Lobster roll going up against the Primanti. We have the, the brisket tacos going up against the Mission Burrito. I, I really can't wait to continue to eat with both of you. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.